0: I'm Liz. I'm Missy. And this is <laughs> Balls, a Supernatural podcast. Two girls, major fans of the show. Yes. Talking episodes, reactions, fun facts, beer, and who knows what else. Oh, beer. Yeah. I like, I like that. I like beer. So, <laughs> Me too. This is going to be great. Um, well, welcome. This is going to be our first pilot episode of well that's that's the pilot funny. episode yeah. <laughs> of it's the, our pilot of the pilots. yes um so we're gonna try and stay away from spoilers but if you haven't watched it first off it came out in september 13th, 2005 you're kind of behind on the times how did you hear about this podcast if you've never <laughs> watched an episode um but if you're huge fans then we want to hear your reactions too we want to talk to you we want to get to know you you want to get to know us maybe hopefully. I think you will after you listen to us. Uh, in that case, let's get started. Oh. <laughs> oh god, I'm throwing things already. I'm wrecking the podcast studio we just got into.
1: That was a ghost. That, was a ghost. that wasn't was Liz. That was a ghost. So do you want me to get started with who
0: I am? Yes, please. i was going to do a quick introduction and what got us into this series.
1: I actually wrote it down because I thought about it a week ago and I was like, it has to come out good. We're So more prepared than I yeah. am. Just this part, the rest of the podcast though. Psh,
0: All right. It's up for
1: grabs. Okay, so hi. Hi. I'm staring at you.
0: <laughs> We're making eye contact across the table.
1: I'm Melissa. I'm a Libra. I like long walks down dark, creepy hallways and abandoned buildings.
0: Oh, you're my kind of girl. Thank you.
1: Uh, well, so I only, I recently started watching Supernatural. What, like a year ago maybe? Yeah, because you got caught up pretty fast. Thanks to Netflix. Thank you, Netflix. God bless you, Netflix, because I zoomed through that. I think from November to May, I think I was done with 14. Or Yeah, well, 14 season came out. Yeah, mm-hmm. 14 seasons, I was done. How many times did I ask if you were continuing to watch? <laughs> All the time. Oh, jeez, I feel the judgment. Netflix does judge you sometimes. Yeah. Yes,
0: I'm still watching. Did I, I click just, out of it? You're made for binge watching. Thank Stop you. Stop asking questions.
1: Uh, what do I? I love this show. I, I'm just into that stuff. I'm into paranormal and monsters and creepy things, and
0: that's why I like it. All right, Liz. What
1: do? You, what? How were
0: you? Were you? Uh, I am a person. <laughs> Hi. Um, I'm oh. Liz, and I'm a Capricorn. Uh, I'm into all the things that mostly Sam is into, but mostly also Dean. So I'm a weird hybrid of the two. Mm. I love running. I love challenges like that. I love eating, trying to eat healthy, but I also really like beer. I like burgers. I like pie. And whiskey. And I like whiskey. Um, But what got me into Supernatural was actually kind of dealing with running. And a friend of mine would kind of work out with me uh, on the weekends when TNT was showing reruns of the first three seasons, maybe. I gotta love that. So we'd watch an two hour chunk of the entire series and I would slowly get sucked in. And then around the time of my senior year of high school, no wait, I was out of senior. Um, My brother and I started watching the series and my brother and I started watching for a long time together. Yeah, And that was on TV. And then I kind of fell off because I didn't have cable. And then I got sucked back in thanks to Netflix (laughs) and beelined it through. And then I rewatched the series again with a boyfriend trying to get him into the series. Ooh. And finally just caught back up on season 15. Was it Netflix and chill? It was more Netflix, less chill. <laughs> but we actually, it was the point okay. he was very much like Sam and I was very much like Dean. So we ended up doing like this Vines. Okay. Uh, like the Lost Shoe. <laughs> um, which is one of my favorite That's episodes. That's a great one. We're like Dean and Sam. We're a blonde and a brunette. True. We're both pretty good looking. I mean... Come on.
1: Toot my own horn.
0: <laughs> toot toot. So do you wanna do you wanna play a game? Do you wanna get into the pilot? Do you wanna get into the legend? I wanna play a game first. Alright, Jigsaw. A let's little go. a little more get to know you. Alright, so they can get to know us. So this is just a this or that. Okay.
1: Or a him or her. Oh. You know. So the first one is obvious. I mean who were the two main characters, Sam and Dean? So would you rather Sam or would you rather Dean? That's so tough. You could take that anyway. Would you rather (laughs) hang out with them,
0: be like them, do naughty things with them? You know, however you see fit. So originally when I first watched the series, I was way more drawn to Sam. Mm -hmm. And then he kind of lost me around season three, four. Okay. And I still love Sam, but as the season progressed, I definitely became more in tune with Dean. As a character, uh, the things that he went through, those kinds of things. So, I think at this point, I would probably have to say Dean. What about you? Dean all the way. Dean all the way. Yeah. Sam's, eh, he's okay. He he whines a lot, you know? He had such high hopes for me in the beginning of the series. I know. And then he kind of fell off, and then I kind of felt for him. And then I just, I don't know. I feel like he became too much of a bitch. Exactly. That's how I feel. Okay, number two Cass or Crowley? Oh, God damn. Uh, Crowley. Oh, definitely Crowley. Definitely Crowley. I mean, I love Cass, especially like the first introduction of Cass and then his interactions with Dean, I think were perfect. Uh, But as a character and someone who's changed throughout the series in a certain way, I would probably say Crowley. Plus Crowley's hilarious. Yeah, I I completely agree. I mean, I plan on having an all-black pug someday and naming him Crowley, so. He's funny, but yet there's that,
1: that interaction with him in the Winchesters that they become friends. In a sense, well,
0: Dean, he still well, hates yeah. Sam. Well, Moose,
1: Moose, but I mean, yeah. in a sense, they become part of the the family. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Jody or Donna?
0: Ooh,
1: I know that one's tough.
0: I think I'm gonna have to go with. Jody's such a badass. I was just... I was going to say the exact she's same thing. She's such a badass. Yeah, She keeps coming in when they need her. hmm And she can hold her own. She's raising those girls. Yep. And she's gone through so much with her family in the beginning. And I don't know. I feel like there's not enough character development for Donna as I, there yeah. has been for Jody. Right. But I love Donna because Donna's true to herself. You know, she loves those donuts and... uh she she's, loves her job. She's so funny. Oh, she's so funny. And she's kind of lighthearted, whereas Jody is more serious. Yeah. Um, but I'm probably going to have to go with Jody just because she's, she's a natural badass. I agree.
1: I go Jody too.
0: Yeah. Okay. Chuck or Lucifer? Oh, God. Lucifer. Yeah. Lucifer sticks to his guns. You know what he's there for. Chuck has had too many turns for me to trust him, and I still don't trust him. Right. And I liked him from the beginning. And then they did that story arc with him Mm -hmm. that I wasn't... I mean, I kind of got what they were going with, and I understand why they did it. Yeah. But Lucifer has always been the same from the beginning. And I I just appreciate his laissez-faire, just, I'm here. This is what I'm doing. I want to kill everybody. Fuck God. Yeah. But again, another character that you kind of feel for, he's a bad guy. But you're kind of like oh, he might not be so bad in some aspects yeah i mean and they keep to that from the bible too and that Lucifer was a fallen angel and that he loved god too much which is why he was cast out yeah and you kind of felt for him in a way but you knew he was evil so obviously you didn't like him or trust him
1: right okay
0: i know we've talked about this one before blonde ruby or brunette ruby oh blonde ruby hands <laughs> Definitely. down I, I, no offense because obviously she's married to jared Platt, well, that has nothing to do with it. No, it's not. It's the character, not the actor or actress. Exactly. Yeah. Um, blonde Ruby. Yeah. I don't I know. There's just the way that she portrayed her, and I don't know. She wasn't so much of a bitch. I mean, she kind of was, but. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Charlie or Joe? Charlie. Thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. I said that I loved her character to somebody, and they were like, really? She sucks. And I was like, no, she doesn't. Both
0: Charlies. Yeah. Yeah, no, Mm -hmm. Um, Charlie, hands down. Well, and I might be biased because I really like Felicia Day. I do too. But I like Charlie and she really was like, I mean, obviously Dean had the thing with Joe. Mm -hmm. But Charlie really was like that sister they never had. Right. And they kind of got a little bit more connected to her and we saw more of her than we did with Joe. Yeah. I feel like Joe was too much like Dean. Mm -hmm. So definitely, definitely Charlie.
1: Okay, this is the last one I have. Death Death or war and i already know what you're going to say death
0: exactly <laughs> i mean i liked i even liked pestilence yeah i thought he wasn't a bad character and i liked how they embodied him but death um just because everyone fears death and everyone thinks death is this horrible thing and he really wasn't he was kind of this humane character right who made you understand and humanize death mhm plus the first time we see him he's sitting in a diner <laughs> eating a burger yeah so, definitely death. What about you? The same. Death, death yeah. 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 Plus the song, Oh Death, that he comes into rolling into town is mm-hmm. just great. Yeah. Has but, a very... But he's another person who tries to help out Dean. Yeah. You know? Even, even in the end, he tries to help out Dean. Right. And I feel like Dean understands that it's a job. Right. He's not doing it because he likes it or he wants to. That's his job in the world, and his job is to be the harbinger of death. Right. And he goes where death goes.
1: I've been noticing I'm shaking my head a lot at you, like people can see. Like,
0: I know, yeah. I'm doing a lot of manders. but I talk a lot with like, my hands. I agree with you, Liz. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, point you go. All right. So you want to get into the episode? Oh, yes. Let's do. All right. So for the first one, we're just going to focus on the pilot episode. And then we're going to kind of jump around through a couple handful of episodes as we go. Obviously, if you guys have any questions, you can email us at spnballspod.com. At gmail.com. Yeah, so if you have any comments, questions, or anything you want to talk about, um, email us on there, and we can talk about them on here, and uh, obviously around holidays, we'll focus on some holiday episodes, and if there's any conventions or whatnot, because I know we have a big one coming up at Pittsburgh.
1: We do. Oh, we haven't
0: mentioned it. We're from Pittsburgh. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Hi. We're from the the Steel City. How are you? (laughs) But yeah, that's pretty much what we're going to be focusing on, um, occasionally talking about legends, especially in the first couple of seasons, because that's what they're hard heavy on. Yes. Um, focusing on some foods, potentially, because there's some good foods that they talk about, like Mom's casserole.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't know about that turkey. What was the turkey thing? Oh, God. Uh, it had, like,
0: all that crap in it. Yeah. I don't know if we'll try that, but... I mean, we can we can check it out. We can make up our own. A couple beers, a couple burgers, a couple pies. Maybe some whiskey. Maybe some whiskey. Oh, fancy. I like where this is going. Me too. Let's go on a road trip. Oh. All right. So nice. um, the first episode was the pilot. It doesn't really have a title. It came out September 13th in 2005. And for the first couple of seasons, they focused on legends or mythologies. And this one happened to focus on the woman in white. La Llorona. La Llorona. Um, so just a little bit of background information on the legend itself before we get into the episode, um, that they kind of touch on when they talk about the weeping woman or the woman in white, mm-hmm. uh, in this episode is that she's also known as the curse of the weeping woman. Uh, but she's also better known. Apparently I wrote, but like B U T T and <laughs> in parentheses, I wrote, ha, ha I wrote this late at night. Uh, I, I like that you, you <laughs> kept it and you wrote a ha ha after it,
1: like. I'm going to keep that there. I know what I'm doing.
0: Well, there was a brief moment where I read it, and I was like, The Curse of the Weeping Woman butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, her butt's sad. And, and my brain couldn't comprehend what I was doing. OK, so that's where um. we were. Uh, and back in. Better known as The Curse of Lyorona, the wailing or weeping woman, who's often often represented as a banshee, who shows up as an apparition of a woman dressed in all white, generally found near bodies of water, sometimes at crossroads, who cries for her lost children, whom she killed generally by drowning, although some legends have her committing infant side via knife. But very rarely it's the infant side via knife. It's mainly drowning, which yeah. is why she's by bodies of water. And it's usually done in a fit of madness. Afterwards, she kills herself after realizing what she's done. In most cultures, it's brought on by infidelity by her husband. That she goes into this fit of madness. Very rarely it's that she's committing the infidelity. And that her new lover doesn't want children, so then she kills her kids to be with him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mainly an infidelity by the husband, which they talk about more in the, in the series, in that there's ghosts are created by some traumatic death. Right. And in this case, it's that her husband committed adultery and she killed her kids. So legend is deeply ingrained in the Hispanic and Mexican culture. She usually is named Maria. But there's other versions of this, or, this legend, and in the other origins, she's the spirit of one or more Aztec goddesses, such as Chiocotl, whose appearance foretold the arrival of the Spaniards and their impending slaughter, who continues to weep to this day. Oh, wow. Um, more people know it more so as the Hispanic curse of the Llorona, the woman in white, very less more so about the Aztec goddesses.
1: Yeah, I'd never heard that.
0: Yeah, I was pretty fascinated by that. I was like, that's interesting that there's this one apparition who's supposedly one or more of the Aztec goddesses who foretells these tragic deaths. Yeah. So that's more about the woman in white, and that's what this kind of episode, pilot episode, really focused on. So let's get into the episode. Um, Also, my sources for that were like History Today and a couple other Google sites. Very nice. Thank you. I like to... Fact check before I go into things. That's always good. Yeah. You don't want to be spitting out misinformation. Not on here. I'm not leading you kids astray. We are a serious podcast, people. Serious is a heart attack. <laughs> um, okay, so the first episode started with a very basic Supernatural opening, I thought. Because Supernatural has since grown in that it doesn't have a theme song. Not right. really. There's no real music in the opening itself. Mm-hmm. It's just a sound, an explosion, and then Supernatural. Yes. I like how it changes. I, and I That's one of the things that I really appreciate, and I can always tell when it's a holiday episode <laughs> because they get real wild and crazy with it. Yeah. This one we are introduced to young Dean, baby Sammy, baby Mama Mary, Sam. <laughs> and Dad. Not Daddy John. Daddy John. <laughs> Sounds better than like John Daddy. it's gross. That's really gross, actually. But I'm sure there's some people out there that are like, Mr. Winchester. If you're into that it's also our first introduction without telling us into yellow eyes Mm, yes um and we don't know what he is we just see a shadow over sam's crib which i thought was interesting because obviously mary who wakes up sleeping from sleeping Mm -hmm. thinks it's john but he's got that high collared jacket yeah so in my mind my first thought would be like john doesn't own that it's not my husband who's this man in my baby's room don't you know him mary and I'm also surprised that she kind of let go by the wayside the deal initially, that that didn't enter her mind when oh she first God. saw like. <laughs> I'm looking at you like what? I'm trying to avoid spoilers that we already know are spoilers that aren't really going into this. Even if she thought it was him, why wouldn't she go in and be like, "Oh,
1: hey, everything okay? Yeah, do I like, need to
0: help?" She's obviously woken up by something on the baby monitor. Yeah, goes in. She just and then he creepily turns over his shoulder. Shh. Ooh. What? Ugh. No. I just got. Somebody tell me what's wrong with my baby. Yeah. Is he okay? Yeah. Use your words. So we get a, a layout of really what happened as a child to make them the way that they are now. Yes. Now, when they come back, John's gone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mary's dead. Sam doesn't remember his mom. Dean has apparently a really good recollection for the age that he was of his mother.
1: Yeah. How old were we? Like four? Four? Was he Four?
0: I think so. Yeah. Like, I don't really remember that much when I was that age.
1: I don't think I remember anything from four. Mm-mm. Five, maybe. If I did, it
0: wouldn't have been good ones of, like, my parents, nothing clear from my parents. No, I'd be like, I got a my little pony. Um, but the one thing I do want to touch on is kind of, like, this really cool foreshadowing that Supernatural seems to do in that, obviously, John has Dean carry Sam out. Yes. And then he weirdly, like, picks him up, like, a seat, and like runs outside and then puts Sam, puts Dean down and tells him to run. Yeah. Uh, before the house explodes in flames. But later on, when the same thing happens, Dean is the one to grab Sam and pull him out of the house. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was interesting. And they do that a couple of times. Um, so then we get introduced to Jessica. That bitch. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I liked her. I mean, she was only
1: in. For how long she well, was cool.
0: Yeah, and from the short time that we saw her, she was very supportive of Sam and what he did, even though not knowing his backstory, which right. we later find out he never told her anything about. Yeah. I do think the sexy nurse thing was a little much. It was of the time though.
1: I, okay, in their college. They're in college, it was two thousand and five. That was pretty much what happened. True. You were young, you wanted to be the sexy anything. Um except the, for the sexy Mr. Rogers. Sorry, I didn't interrupt you. No, but that no, should fine. not be a that thing. That is not a
0: thing. Don't do it. Why? Think about your costumes, people. Think about your costumes. When I saw that, I was like, that's
1: just gross.
0: Um, the one thing I, I also noticed was another foreshadowing that they did, because they, I don't know, the writers are so good at writing these characters and hiding things in these things that's so specific, um, things and things. All the things. Yes, um, that I didn't necessarily notice when I went on first watching it, and then obviously when you're first watching it, you're not really paying attention, you're just watching for the story. Right. The second time around, I started catching some things. And this time around, I was like, huh. So if you're just watching it now, really enjoy it. But if you get a chance to watch it again, go back and watch it because you're going to start picking up on a lot of stuff that you missed. Watch it and then rewatch it right then. Oh, yeah. Just keep Why watching not? it. Why just, not? It's not like you have to rewind anymore. That's accurate. Just hit play again. Would you like to play again? Yes, I would. I do have the first eight, nine seasons on DVD now. Wow. Yeah. Well, I didn't buy the first five. My roommate got those in Japan. Oh, okay. Um, nice. But I continue to buy them. Are they bootleg? They, I think hers are, yeah. Nice. I'm pretty sure she bought them in some alley in Japan. Hey, why not? You got to do what you got to do. Um, but one thing Jessica does say that she and Sam kind of talk about is he asks her, what would I do without you? And she says crash and burn. Oh. Oh. And it stuck out to me because what happened next with her But obviously we know that Sam's really smart. He took his studies really well after leaving his family. Uh, Whereas Dean went the opposite. Right. um, Because Sam passed the LSATs and uh, is going for his interview. And Jess is really supportive of him. Uh, And then Dean shows up. And it's our first kind of introduction without knowing any backstory to Dean Mm -hmm. after seeing him as a baby. Well, child. Baby. Baby. There's no flashbacks really to baby Dean. No, he's always always a kid kid Dean. Yeah. Now I kind of want to know what he looked like as a
1: baby. Well, maybe they're thinking that their story only started with Sam. Maybe they could only get one baby. Oh, I mean, you could have used the same baby. <laughs> I mean. It's not going to be like, people would be like, oh, I know that baby. Uh, that's, that's baby that's Sam. Sam.
0: So you can't use that for baby Dean. Sorry. But obviously we know Dean is now 26. Just a baby. <laughs> they both look like babies, oh. especially now. So little. That was the first thing that I noticed. And uh, Dean's hair. Dean's hair, there's a transition of hair in this series that is the most epic transition. Like, the characters, yeah, okay, they're growing, but the hair. It's what you have to pay attention to. The only one's hair to really not change is actually anyone's, like, unnatural. Crowley's hair never changes. Cass's hair never changes. Oh, yeah. Lucifer's hair never changes. Mm Mm-hmm. Gabriel's hair kind of changes, but it depends on what personality he's going with. Where do you think they go to get their hair cut? I feel like they probably have, like, a demon barber, like an angel barber. That's that angel's job, yeah, to cut I mean, everybody's hair. And there are demons everywhere in all places, so I feel like there's definitely a demon barber somewhere. There's got to be a demon barber, demon barber, demon tattoo artist. Demon he's baker. the one that puts he's the one that puts the hexes on people. So this first season, this first pilot is set in Jericho, California. Um, that's where the whole all the guys start going missing. Mm. Um, and I I was fascinated rewatching this. How many big quotes came from just this one episode? Do tell. All right, so driver picks the music, shotgun shuts his cake hole. Classic. From this episode when Sam's making fun of his cassette collection. Dad went on a hunting trip, hasn't been home in a few days. Jerk. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and these are all things that I find in like the fandom that people keep quoting. Yeah. I mean all from the first episode the pilot. The pilot episode. The, yeah. Which is what now, fifteen like fourteen seasons ago? Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. Like, those things popped out to me, and I was like, oh, another one. Yeah. And then there's, like, the friendship necklace that says bitch and jerk at Hot Topic. You know, the usual stuff. Thank you, Hot Topic. Um, And I think the pilot episode did a really good job kind of introducing us to these characters for where they were going to continue to go, at least for the first seasons, Um, such as, like, introducing us to the credit card scams and fake IDs (laughs) that they continuously use.
1: I still wonder, to this day,
0: how they have money. Well, for a while, I mean, Dean would run the pool tables. Right. And he and his dad did the credit card scams. Mm -hmm. Because even in this episode, he goes, they just keep sending to us. Exactly. All these things, we just fill them out. And then Sam kind of goes, oh, and what names are you using? And it kind of introduced us to the fact that Dean doesn't take it seriously. Right. All his fake IDs, his credit cards, Mm -hmm. they're all famous names. Bikini inspector. (laughs) Um, This time they were federal marshals. But we also got to see them acting like brothers, which I kind of miss now. Because as the series progressed, it got way more serious, way less lighthearted. Right. And in this, Sam's yelling at Dean. Dean's hitting Sam in the back of the head. They're kind of wrestling each other at one point. They're shoving each other. They're arguing. You could see them as brothers. Right. We also see Dean's distaste for the law and the sass that he gives the police. I like that. He's so sassy. He's super sassy. He's so sassy, He's like, Dean. Oh, and I'm sure you did a thorough job, officer. <laughs> Maybe that's why I like him. He's sassy. <laughs> Um, and then we also get to see Sam's tech savvy intuition when he pushes Dean off of the computer. Right. When they're trying to figure out where this curse is coming from Mm -hmm. because obviously Dean's searching about murder on the Centennial Highway and Sam pushes him off and is like, No, that comes from trauma, tragedy, so maybe it's a suicide. Right. And that's when they find her and that she jumped off the bridge. I was losing I thought Sam would have I thought Dean would have been way more protective of baby when she got possessed by the spirit. <laughs> but I did laugh when when Dean pulls out the keys, when Sam's like, who's driving? He's like, no one. Yeah. And then she tries to run them off the bridge. Um, but Sam kind of catches himself, and Dean ends up covered in mud. And that's when Sam says, dude, you smell like a, I forget what he, like the exact words, but he's like, dude, you stink. Actually, now that I think about it, there's some continuity that we did miss in the first episode. Because he shows up to the hotel to use a shower. They find out Dad was there. Yeah. They get into Dad's room. I don't think Dean ever actually takes a shower. But when he's caught by the police outside, he's pretty clean. I think you're right. They just like wish himself. It's supernatural. Oh, I had a cleaning <laughs> spell and I got clean. Um, And then he gets arrested. But Isn't that where he calls a girl a bitch? That's where. It's like, you're such a bitch. That's when he ends up giving the name Ted Nugent. <laughs> and, uh. While at the police station, he gets his dad's journal. Yes. The journal that dad never lets out of his sight. Never. Goes everywhere with him. Um, And just so happens to have one paperclip that he can now pick the lock of his handcuffs. Duh. His dad left that on purpose. Also for being a hunter, Dean's got some pretty silky smooth clean hands. (laughs) I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know what his regiment is. He moisturizes. He does something. Yeah. Yeah. He kills Um, a vamp, washing the blood off, moisturizes, he's good to go. And then while that's all happening, Sam gets picked up by, well, he picks up the woman in white. Yes. And she wants him to take her home pretty aggressively. And eventually he's like, no, I don't want to take you home. She's like, okay, take me home. She's like, we are now. Which I did notice also, and maybe it's just because... The Impala has really long door locks <laughs> on the door, I noticed. Yeah. They're like antennae. hmm You have to be able to notice them. Yeah. Well, I mean, I definitely can, can tell when it's <laughs> locked and not locked. Um, and then at another point, in order to take her home, because at this point, she's now stabbing him with her hand in his chest, trying to go for his heart, I mean, which I find interesting, because she never got that violent with any of the other guys. Maybe it's because Sam straight up told her he wasn't going to cheat on Jessica. That might have been, because the other and guys were like...
1: They are okay, like, hey, let's, let's go. go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see you have a low-cut blouse. I have pants that are off. And I'm a I young boy, know. yay. And I have a girlfriend. Whatever, not now. Um, And meanwhile, Sam's just like, no, I'm not going to cheat on her. I'm not going to... Right. And that's when she loses her mind and just gets real mad. And she's like, but you will. She loses her shit. Did we make that disclaimer? She, uh, that we swear? Yeah. <laughs> uh, as a side note, we would like to say that if you have... Very sensitive ears. We do use some foul language. Yes. And please be aware to not listen loudly in a workspace. We do not apologize for it. Uh, We are unabashedly ourselves. We're all about being real here. Yes. I mean, why hold back? Not wrong. (laughs) So in order to take her home now at this point, poor Impala, Mm. Sam drives it into the house. After Dean shoots out its window... But eventually takes her home to face her children whom she drowned upstairs. And I'm surprised because she's not that big of a lady. And her kids were pretty older. Yeah. Especially the boy. Mm -hmm. He looked to be about like eight or nine. Oh, yeah. That's when they go home. And then I have that Dean saved Sam again from a gutted flaming woman on the ceiling. Number two. Number two. But yeah, like I said, I was was fascinated to see like the the mirror images that they kind of do. And the nuances that they kind of do kind of leading up to things such as. Dean carrying out Sam's baby Dean grabbing Sam and carrying him out from Jessica yeah I feel like I'm gonna have to rewatch them more thoroughly now that you're like <laughs> Nit-picking picking them.
1: picking things up that I don't know I'm just watching it so I'm like okay well I do have to say I have to rewatch them because most of the time I was listening to them at work mm-hmm. as I was working so I didn't actually get to see a lot of the little nuances that you point out so I'm gonna have to go back and I'll be more prepared next time I'm sorry
0: I'm a little let down, but I appreciate your hard work. (laughs) I try. (laughs) I came up
1: with this or that. No, I
0: appreciate that. That's fun. I was ready for a game. Let's keep doing this. I have a supernatural puzzle we can bring in. (gasps) We can do.
1: Yeah. We're going to have to start videoing.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Guess what we're doing. Oh, I got the last piece. little Castiel pillow. Oh. Did I ever send you? uh, So I got emails because Hot Topic. So Hot Topic had a supernatural line, and they Mm -hmm. still do. And they had a body pillow that said Sam on it and it was Dean. Oh. So I took a picture of it and I was like, I think you have something wrong. Could you get that at a discount though? Yeah, I know. Um, You have, uh, you've advertised the wrong Winchester. Yeah. Now I'm not upset about it. I mean, I'll take it for free. But just throwing it out there that you're not right.
1: Yeah, I mean, we have, have extra chairs advertising. here. So we could get, you
0: know, one of each and put them opposite.
1: Wouldn't that oh be gosh. fun?
0: I mean, one day I'd love, I'd love to just sit down with like one of the writers or the director and just like find out where their headspace was at for this. It's fascinating. Like the writing is just hands down like true to the legends, and it kind of just melds in and out with the story. And like the story continues these seasons later that I see tie-ins with. And I'm like, how did they think twelve episodes, twelve, twelve episodes, Jesus, right. <laughs> uh, twelve seasons ahead that somehow kind of came back and makes sense? But even that, they're they're different writers mm-hmm. between those. Well, yeah, because Supernatural is supposed to end after the fifth season. But
1: well, then there's check. been, there's been what, three or four sets of writers that have, you know... Come and gone. So well, what you got? I found some really interesting things with um, like the special
0: effects mm-hmm. and some of the music things. Uh, like when they did Mary Winchester's death scene. Oh, when she's up on the ceiling after being slit in the... Th- did they ever say why both she and Jessica were cut in the stomach? I don't know. Because I was... I, It kind of stuck out to me. I feel like there should be something.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe burning her alive wasn't good enough. I guess. But how they actually filmed that scene, Mary Winchester's death scene. Okay. The actress, Samantha Smith, actually had to lie on the floor with two propane pipes with fire coming out of it right by her. Like this. You see my hand? Yes. They can't see my hand, but you see it. It's burning. It is violent. They were fi- only five feet away from her on either side. It's she propane. had to have.
0: She did she have any kind of protection on? Because I feel like that one, that would be the heat alone from that.
1: Yeah, I have no idea. It doesn't mention that in this uh, Wikipedia
0: where I got my information. Hi, you've just signed on for a pilot episode of, an ep- of a series called Supernatural. Oh, by the way, you're going to be surrounded by hellfire. Exactly. It's not bad enough that you die. No wonder she in the first like episode went away for a little bit. <laughs> she, she was, was probably traumatized. Yeah, she was I like, mean, I, I, I can't be. get over this.
1: Uh, So, okay, they were five feet away from on either side, but for the actual burning of the, her body, they made a fake body out of papier-mâché, which they called Christina.
0: All right. I applaud applaud the papier-mâché.
1: And and then they put, okay, they put the papier-mâché person on the ceiling and then they ignited the fake ceiling, Um, but then the room caught on fire, so they had to evacuate the set because they actually caught the the scene on fire. Yeah.
0: I thought that was pretty interesting. No wonder they film in Canada. I feel like Canada a little bit more, gives a little more leeway for that kind of stuff. Well, this,
1: the pilot episode was actually in Los Angeles. Um, and then after that, they moved to Vancouver.
0: And then. That's probably why they moved to Vancouver. We're like we can't set LA on fire. <laughs> we have enough Canada, fires. Canada though. California's got enough fires. We don't want to be helping you here. Yeah. Canada, it's cold enough. We might get away with this. Yeah. But the special effects team. Mm-hmm. They actually have their own
1: people who only work for Supernatural in Canada as their special effects. The, these people who work on the on the show don't do any other any other special series? effects. Yeah. Oh wow. It's only for Supernatural. So they kind of grow as the series grows. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. And then the music side, I thought this was interesting. Um, Kripke actually wanted to feature the song "Enter Sandman," um, but in true Metallica fashion, they would not grant permission.
0: Rude. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. One of the driving factors of Supernatural really is its soundtrack. Yes. I love it. And it's pretty much just the soundtrack of Dean's brain or like the the music that they were brought up to. Right. Because you rarely ever hear any music that's current. Oh, yeah. Like now. Yeah. yeah. It's all like the 60s through the 80s. Hair bands. Yeah. Southern rock. All that fun stuff. The good stuff. You know. All right, so in case you're curious, the pilot was viewed by an estimated 5.69 million viewers and the ratings of the first four episodes, then prompted the WB, which it ran on for originally the first season, uh, to pick up the series for the full season. Um, Kripke actually planned on staying on for three seasons, but he ended up staying on for five when the series was potentially supposed to end the first time. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> the first time. Well, it's funny because my uncle was telling me kind of about when they were originally gonna keep going, and then they kind of just kept going and going and going and mm-hmm. going. And we're in the fifteenth season, which is now the final season. Um, okay, so the series ran with Kripke as the writer, and then added on Sarah Gamble, Jeremy Carver, uh, Robert Singer, oh, Bobby, which I found interesting because you have the character Bobby Singer, mm-hmm. um, and Andrew Dab. Uh, currently, once it hit, it's the eleventh season. It became the longest-running American live-action fantasy TV series. Oh, I didn't know that was a category. I think there's a category for, like, or genre for all kinds of series. That's breaking it down, though. Everyone's very specific. For those that know Baby, she is Dean's 1967 Chevy Impala, black. Beautiful. Originally driven by his father. Given to him? Mm, I don't think they ever really clearly say whether or not John hands it to Dean. Or mm-hmm. if Dean just kind of inherits it from just kind of working on it, and John kind of left on this hunting trip and didn't come back, and Dean just kind of ended up with Baby.
1: Yeah, what was John driving when he was on his hunting trip? Whatever Did car ever, he could have hot,
0: hotwire. But leave Baby in the family. Yes. Yes. Because uh, she's since become his most prized
1: possession. That makes you think, then, that John knew he might not come back.
0: I feel like knowing what he knew about the unmentioned... Unnamed yellow eyes. Yes. That we still don't even really know what it is yet. Right. I feel like he had an idea of what he was getting into. Yeah. Um, Which is also because later on he does say, that's why I prepared you kids for this because I'm not going to be here. Right. And we don't really see any of the markings in the trunk yet, but we see that they have the weapons. Right. Which sense grows exponentially <laughs> from like just some kind of like backyard shed with a couple of knives and yeah. a crossbow mm-hmm. to what it eventually becomes.
1: Oh, the crossbow.
0: Yeah. In the first two seasons, it keeps with the Kansas license plate. And then they start kind of changing it. um, And towards the end of the second season, I think, they switch the license plate for, like, the real first time to, like, an Ohio license plate. But the original (laughs) license plate is KAZ 2Y5. Because, obviously, they're from Kansas. Mm -hmm. Lawrence, Kansas. Old Larry K. (laughs) (laughs) But, I don't know. This series pulled me in with the first pilot episode. I was just going to say that. like it, it, want, it makes you want
1: to watch more. Like, what are they going to do next?
0: Yeah, like you're kind of tied with these characters now because mm-hmm. you know that they're brothers. Yeah. I love the interaction between the two of them mm-hmm. because Dean obviously has the baby brother mental aspect of Sam. Yes. And obviously Sam has this distaste for his brother and distaste for the family business. We didn't mention that yet. The family business. The family business. Hunting things, saving people. Yes. The family business. And we're not really shown yet how they were raised in the family business. All we know is that Sam wanted nothing to do with it. Right. And we know from the get-go that Dean, whether or not he enjoyed it, respected it enough in his father's decision to go that way. Right. Whereas Sam went the opposite. And We don't really know when that happened yet or why, or if there was a distinct time frame yet in this pilot episode. But we know it had happened. And we know that their dad gave him a gun to fight the monster under the bed. Instead of just, as Sam said, show him that there's no monster. Right. Tell him not to be scared. Yeah. And it is difficult because Sam doesn't remember his mother at all because he was a baby. Yeah. Which is also good because his first memory of his mother could be her on fire in the ceiling.
1: Yeah. Or the blood
0: dripping on his face. That wouldn't be a good thing to remember. Which also leads you to kind of wonder if he knew how she died initially. Because he would have just seen that happen to Jess. Right. Right. Now, if he knew that that happened to his mother, he might be able to like, put some correlation between the two and be like, hmm, something's not right. Maybe it's me. Right. Or maybe it's my family. mm mm-hmm. um, Which we later to realize it is tied back to Sam. Right. And it's not the family per se. Yeah. But Sam himself. But we'll find that out. But we'll find that out later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next one we're going to try and do, it's going to be a couple of the episodes touching on some of the legends that they might have because I know the second episode is the Windigo. Yes. Yes. Which doesn't have too much going on to really talk about. Not really. Um, We get to see what Dean's kind of like with ladies that aren't Sam's girlfriend. (laughs) Um, Which he obviously has no problem telling even his brother's girlfriend to just don't worry about putting clothes on. I mean, she really wasn't wearing. She was in her pajamas. They were sleeping. Dean broke in.
1: Was it it pajamas or was it like underwear and a little top?
0: It was shorts and a Smurf top. (laughs) Because Dean likes the Smurfs. Okay. Like he said it, not me. <laughs> and she even tried. She's like, I'll go put some clothes on. He's like, oh, no, I wouldn't dream of it. <laughs> um, oh, Dean. Oh, Dean. I just get rosy thinking he's thinking of me. Talk talk first, think later. Exactly.
1: Sometimes that happens.
0: A lot. Yeah. He's also a very shoot first, ask questions later kind of person, too. You later find out. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so the next episode is the Wendigo. And then, so we'll try and do, what, like, the first three handful. Yeah. That sounds good to me. Work our way up to the gin. Ooh. The gin's one of my favorites that they feed they face in the first couple seasons. That's a good one. Because I don't know, just the idea of like somebody being in your head, your sleep space. Yeah. I don't know. One of my favorite hands down, like horror movie guys is Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Because you can there's no avoiding sleep. No. Sleep's <laughs> gonna happen. Yeah. And Whether you, you want to or not. And you completely just unable to protect yourself Mm -hmm. you're vulnerable and there's no way to stop him right and if you're so tired you're definitely not waking up for an alarm I don't know how many times I've slept through an alarm oh yeah I I think the djinn's very very similar in the the headspace that Kruger is yes but he's at least kind of nice about it because he kind of gives you your what you want what you want it yeah whereas Freddy Kruger's just kind of like "Mm, no I'm gonna torture you I'm gonna put you in a nightmare this is great I'm gonna do what I want yeah whereas the djinn's like I'm gonna kill you but nicely yeah I'm gonna yeah slowly murder you but you're not going to feel a thing you're going to be happy and you're going to be what you want exactly or what you think you want mm-hmm. and what we think we want is this podcast <gasps> yeah so thank you guys for listening this far thank you and hopefully we didn't bore you to sleep freddie won't get you <laughs> and hopefully you're not stuck in a dream with a gin. well yeah because then we wouldn't have any listeners yeah that would be bad
1: so and but i mean if your if your ultimate fantasy is to listen to this podcast i guess that's cool for a hot minute true
0: very <laughs> true so until then surround yourself in a circle of salt stay safe and stay spooky Ooh.